going on, fellow streamers? We are back after a nice little week off. We, we just needed a week to watch a shit ton of content. It's streamer season, part of the Underground Sports Philadelphia Podcast Network. KB and Dylan coming at you on Hollow Weekend, the day before my birthday. By the time you guys are listening to this, I will be another year older. It's disgusting. And uh, don't get old. That's my advice to everybody. Uh, it's also Matt and Sarah's wedding weekend, so we're going to have a lot of Core 4 podcast uh, photos and content coming out from the wedding, so be excited for that. But it is streamer season, we're back, a shit ton of news has dropped in the streaming platform TV and movie world, uh, I'm going to give my no spoilers Dune review, <laughs> you can also read Christian's uh, no spoilers Dune review on our website, undergroundsportsphiladelphia.com. Uh, very awesome written review of Dune. Fantastic movie. We'll get into that. And uh, we have a nice little Halloween topic that's part of the news as well that we'll get into later in the show. But before we get started, big thanks to our sponsors who allow us to talk all about these crazy shows and movies. Tomahawk Shades, the best small badge eyewear in the game. You guys can go to TomahawkShades.com right now. Fill up your cart. Get those blue light glasses so you can protect your eyes when you're watching tv and movies on your on your tv screens on your computers your tablets all that good stuff they got the fall apparel collection they got some nice hoodies in there for you to get all cozy seasoned up because uh dylan i i brought this up on otb and it's it's very very sad the other day i saw a post that um the sun i, I forget what day it was but that was the final day that the sun will set after six o'clock until march 13th 2022 dude I'm glad you brought this up because I work a lot of hours um, and I literally leave when it's dark and I drive home when it's dark and it's very depressing. It sucks. <laughs> but there's all that daylight time that you can be wearing your Tomahawk Shade sunglasses as well. Uh, yes. But when you go to check out, use our code USP, you get 25% off your entire order at TomahawkShades.com. Stateside Urban Craft Vodka, get the Vodka Soda Party Packs at StatesideVodka.com. Uh, you got to be 21 or older to do so. And of course, please drink responsibly. And our friends at Kenwood Beer, go to KenwoodBeer.com. Use the Kenny tracker to see who's got Kenwood on tap. You got to be 21 or older to do so. And, of course, please drink responsibly. Possibly. Dylan, we've got a lot of news that has come out over the last couple of weeks since the last time we recorded. The biggest news, obviously, is we're getting more insight on uh, some Star Wars tings. Uh, yes. The Ahsoka series is looking like it's it's getting gears in motion and we knew Hayden Christensen was coming back for the Obi-Wan series. Well, it's confirmed. Anakin Skywalker, Hayden Christensen, he's back and will be in the Ahsoka series in either flashback form, force ghost form, or both. I am so excited about this. I cannot contain my excitement i mean this is a great thing to open up back uh, being on the podcast again after a week off like i love hating christensen i know he gets some bad rep for his role blah 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 what do you expect when you take an 18 year old out of canada and say hey we're gonna put you in one of the biggest franchises ever of all time it's like your first like <laughs> acting credit mm, george sorry it wasn't the best of ideas but <laughs> Hayden did what he had to do. Um, he's still an icon. Um, people bullied him to quit acting for a little. Well, he, he lived on a farm for a while, but now he's back, and it's great to see him back in Star Wars. Because for a while he loved it, and then for I feel like for a while he also probably hated it. 
similar to other actors. And then now he, now he loves it again. Like I recently saw a video of him at Comic Con or some Star Wars con, enjoying life and looking like you know just, just gleaming. So he has not him, aged at all. Dude, he's. I was gonna get to that. I was gonna get to the man crush aspect. This is not. This is not a streamer season. <laughs> I was just gonna say he's still very much the same heartthrob he was many years ago. He um he certainly has not aged like at all. Instagram no. post. Uh, from Rosario Dawson, she posted, uh, Sky Guy, they know. See you soon, Snips. Tugging right at the heartstrings of the Clone Wars fans. I'm very excited that Hayden Christensen is going to be involved in multiple Star Wars projects on Disney+, Plus. Uh, that they're in the TV show universe. Obviously, we're going to get back into Star Wars with the, uh, the Book of Boba Fett at the end of the year, December 29th. We'll be doing hardcore coverage of that. Hell yeah. Cannot wait. Um, but Hayden Christensen being back in the Star Wars universe is awesome. Super excited for Ahsoka. I can't wait to see how they kind of like divulge into that series because it's super unknown, like what it's really going to be about. Yeah. And having, you know, binge through Clone Wars the way I did, a nice long trek of like five months of watching all <laughs> seven seasons. Um, I'm excited to watch how they kind of attack this full-blown story arc of Ahsoka since we only got one little taste of it in uh, The Mandalorian Season 2 in her solo episode appearance. I think it's probably going to be like a time gap thing. Like It's going to explain from what we last seen or saw of her in Clone Wars to where we saw her in The Mandalorian. Um, Because of the character, she has aged, obviously. And you know, given the state of like the world, quite a lot has gone on. It's similar to like the Marvel, like how we're all excited about Eternals. So we want to know what the damn hell they were doing and everything else is happening. So we want to probably, I know I speak for you and myself at least, we, we want to see what Ahsoka was doing as other events gone on. Like did they affect her? What was she doing? How was she hiding from other force users because they could sense her? Or was she not hiding and was she low-key fighting the entire time? You know what I mean? Who knows? Totally excited for it. Um, I'm excited for more Star Wars content. Like we've been, we've been heavy on the Marvel and I'm not mad about it because all the Marvel content we have gotten has been phenomenal. Hawkeye right around the corner, but we also need that Star Wars fix. And I know it's coming in 2022 with Andor, with the book of Boba Fett, uh, and a whole lot more, but I can't wait. And, uh, Dylan, you'll get really excited about this one because it's one of your guys. Uh, and it's a nice little quote, and it's, you know, an alleged appearance coming up in a, a Marvel movie on the big screen. This was on uh, Pop Culture Spotlight. Charlie Cox speaking on uh, if someone else was cast as Daredevil in the MCU. This is his quote on if that were to happen. I would go down into my basement. I would find my Daredevil mask and then hunt them down. I'd make them fight me for it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and he'd probably win. Yeah. Uh, he's a great live action adaptation of a superhero who is often, I want to say underlooked, but you can, you, you think of a bunch of other ones before you rattle off Daredevil. I mean, rightfully so, because who's going to want to choose the blind guy from, from Hell's Kitchen over like people like the Hulk and Thor and Spider-Man. Um, but he's pretty awesome, pretty badass, and I hope that he continues and carries on the mantle in which Netflix originally gave him. I'm not sure. I'm assuming Marvel obviously now – well, they obviously own his rights. I just don't know how that worked with the Netflix and the Disney-Marvel merger. Well, they own it now. 
Okay, good. good. They have the, the rights to all the Netflix characters. Gotcha. So that's very exciting for potential appearance of Mr. Charlie Cox. It's very exciting. Um, it's just the same thing what I talked about with Ahsoka. It would be the same concept with any new Marvel character in that, and like 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 the Eternals as well. You're going to be like, yo, what was Daredevil doing when Thanos snapped his fingers? You know what I mean? Like, I pretend what not was to see. He... <laughs> I see what you did there. Uh-huh. <laughs> No, but was he, you know, was he snapped away? Was he not even Daredevil then? Well, no. You know what I mean? Like, he was Daredevil. You know what I mean? So, it's like, who knows? I don't know. Um, This one is also very interesting. Some news here. Crossover Mm -hmm. of streaming platform, HBO Max, Warner Brothers, uh, and the video game world, Dylan. Warner Bros. is reportedly working on a Smash Bros.-style fighting game. Some of the characters include Gandalf, Batman, Mad Max... Shaggy, Fred Flintstone, <laughs> Johnny Bravo, and Tom and Jerry. It's such a wild. And the list. game might be called Multiverses, like V U V E R S U S. It's such a wild list of like, like characters. characters. That's exciting though. That that new fighting game, the Disney or the Nickelodeon, the Nickelodeon one, one, did did pretty well. And there's some random characters in that. I'm Super all for Smash it. Bros. is a classic. They just put I, Sora from Kingdom Hearts in the game. I'm bad at Smash, so naturally fighting games are not the best at. But Fun party like game. any, <laughs> like any good fighting game or any good uh, player fighting game would tell you, I just hit the buttons. Yep, button mashing is my hobby. Uh huh. And I see what happens. <laughs> Uh, and speaking of Warner Brothers, uh, the villain in the Leslie Grace starred Batgirl project that is coming out, the villain is going to be Firefly, and it will be played by Brendan Fraser. I saw this. Yo, my man is making He's a on comeback the come up. in acting. He is seriously making a comeback. Like, it's not just a... Like, he has honestly done several appearances, and now he's making it over to, like, a TV movie show type type deal. Um, it's cool that he's staying in DC because mm-hmm. he's already a, he's already a character in DC uh, in that other show. But no, it's awesome that he's like just coming back because, as you know, or actually you might not know, Brendan Fraser unfortunately was a victim of sexual assault, um, and he was blacklisted from Hollywood for quite a long while. Didn't come out with it right away, but you know came out with it and. Uh, Luckily, this is a time in which I think we can agree that the internet actually rallied behind uh, someone, which mm-hmm. they, they do do that. I'm not saying they don't. And most things I've seen in him are 112% supportive, and everyone's wishing for his rise to fame again, and he's definitely getting a shot, and it's awesome because I don't know about you, but I fucking love the Mummy movies. Mm-hmm classic whenever they're on it's one of those things when you're flipping channels people i that's like my like ah, i got i gotta watch brendan fraser you know who uh they used to say looked like brendan fraser back in the day who the og my dad oh there you go back in the day they they have very similar features with young brendan fraser and the the young og We all know the traditional Big Four sports and we have our favorite teams and enjoy them each and every week during their seasons. But what if I told you the fastest growing sport on two feet doesn't involve football, baseball, basketball, or hockey? Come join me, 
Dom Ponteri, and Harrison Kremens as we break down the sport of the future each and every week on the Outside the Box podcast, talking all things pro and college lacrosse right here on the Underground Sports Philadelphia Podcast Network. Uh, this Batgirl movie cast so far, loaded. Brendan Fraser obviously joining as Firefly. Uh, J.K. Simmons will be Commissioner Gordon. Yo, I like that. And obviously, the love of my life and absolute rock star, Leslie Grace, will be Barbara Gordon, a.k.a. Batgirl. And then Jacob Scipio is also involved uh, with an unannounced role. You've seen him in Bad Boys for Life, The Outpost, uh, and a number of other projects as well. We Die Young. Uh, he was part of Bob the Builder Yo, in the UK. I saw a trailer today, actually, oddly enough, for a movie. Um, that I had no idea it was coming out. And you might have saw this. Or maybe Gucci with Lady Gaga. Yeah, with Adam Driver, too. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, yeah, Gucci. <laughs> I, I'm very intrigued by that. Movie. I didn't know there was that much, uh, like, uh, stereotypical, like, mob Italian behind Gucci. I just figured it was a product that was made by someone whose last name was Gucci. Yeah, I'm super intrigued by that one. Yeah, Lady Gaga, good for her. But I just had to bring that up. I figured that was relevant because, you know, talking about trailers and new things upcoming. And that's just a random movie that I'm highly excited for that I had no idea about yesterday. More news that you'll love. Kit Harrington, obviously in the Eternals coming up. Can't wait to see it. Um, he wants his Eternal character, Dane Whitman, to team up with somebody in a future Marvel pro- project. I did see this. He's one of my favorite characters of all time. I love him. Kit Harrington wants to team up with Korg. I saw that. <laughs> it was so yeah. He was saying like he never really watched a lot of Marvel films, uh, films, and he just watched Ragnarok. And he was like, "I love, I love Korg." Hey Dane. Like, hey Dane. I was like, we all love Korg. Dane, they're, they're, they're bullying me and Thor on the, on the old Xbox again. Classic, uh, classic. No, that's it's, it's just exciting time. A bunch of crazy, random stuff. I mean, you sent me it, uh, Nova. Potentially, you hopefully, called, you called Nova coming to the MCU soon. It looks like it He's is just on a its big way. enough, a big enough hero that we kind of had to get. At. Especially, yeah. when you, you, it's kind of like addition by subtraction. You know, like every couple of years, we're going to lose heroes via real life retirement. disputes, retirement, deaths, deaths, and maybe real life too unfortunately or the etc so it's like you're gonna have to bring new ones in you can't just keep the same old mm-hmm. like couple which is why i want charlie cox in the in the mainstream i want uh john well i actually saw a quote a while ago i didn't bring it up john berthold does want to be punisher in the mcu but he wants his character to re- regain and re-control the uh, gore is in the Punisher series, which that's, that's a fair ask. I mean, the Punisher shouldn't be like mm-hmm. baby down. I'm not saying it should be maybe as violent, but I could see could them see making, it. I could see it. I mean, I'd watch it. So the, um, I also have a theory that, uh, black widow, Scarjo, she's going to be back as black widow. 
Yeah, they're going to use what they did in the... In get... What If. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I couldn't get it out. Guarantee it. Because they they settled the, the dispute with her contract and everything. I, I think she's coming back at some point. Uh, Dylan, I don't know if you watch this show, but it has been renewed for season four by HBO Succession. I know everybody gets riled up about this show on the interwebs. I know people have had watch parties for it. <laughs> uh, a lot of our mutuals are, are big fans of it. Uh, I have not watched a single second of it, but it has been renewed for a season four by HBO. So succession fans rejoice. Your show is back. I haven't watched it either, so I can't really speak on that. I've heard good. great things about it. Yes. Just good have for not them. gotten a chance to sit down and actually enjoy it. That's yeah, no, I feel that. Um, something I am not against trying. It's just something I haven't gotten around to. I've been super busy, as Kyle knows. I was talking to him off camera. Um, really having people, he probably like, yo, Dylan, Squid Games. And I'm like, yeah, I haven't gotten to finish that yet. So, Well, <laughs> speaking of Squid Game, Dylan, I have a fun, I don't know if you saw this quote. The uh, LeBron the one? Cre- yeah. Oh, my God. I was pissing <laughs> Got myself at work. dunked on. Squid Game creator Huang Dong-hyuk responds to LeBron James' criticism over the show's finale. Uh, quote, that's my ending. Maybe he could make his own sequel. I'll check it out and send him a message saying, I liked your whole show except the ending. <laughs> Huang Dong-hyuk so laughed while asking the reporter, have you seen Space Jam 2? LeBron James is cool and can say what he wants. I respect that. I'm very thankful he watched the whole series, but I wouldn't change my ending absolutely dunked on king james dunked on him but respectfully and i think it's hilarious because he did it it's almost like a like a little kid response like yeah well you smell too so (laughs) (laughs) but with elegance you know and it's true it's his ending like it's kind of like pains me saying this but the game of thrones ended terribly and but unfortunately that is what they had in mind when they directed it that's their ending like yeah it sucked that's my opinion but someone else might. And I'll say this, knowing you and knowing how your brain operates, you will love the finale of Squid Game. Well, that's awesome. So I'm very excited to hear that now. I'm going to try to watch it. I'm, I'm literally, don't let my boss hear this, but I'm really leaving work early tomorrow to uh, suit shop for Sarah's wedding. But spoiler, I already have the suit. Ha ha. So I might watch the episode of Squid Games. <laughs> Uh, you know, Squid Game is also taking off. Like every week, we see a new report about records. It's breaking everything. You know, Squid Game has made it though because Funko's making Funko Pops. That is a good. That's test. your aha. I know I made it moment is when you have a Funko Pop of yourself or of a character that you created. Yes, because Funko really has only designed some pretty big items. Or big sports teams, moments, etc. Characters, uh, characters. So yeah, it's a pretty big moment. I mean, there was a, a shit ton of Halloween costumes for Squid Game too. Mm-hmm. Like I said, very so popular uh, so. Halloween costume. Speaking of Halloween costume, did you see um, Derek C in France? I believe is how you pronounce his last name. He's set to direct Wolfman, starring Ryan Gosling. Oh, I did see a tweet about that, but I haven't did not like click on it or like dive into that um i think that'll be intriguing ryan gosling pretty damn good actor oh see how he uh adapts the wolf man um fun little exercise here 
opening weekend uh, numbers, the numbies across the board for HBO Max releases of, you know, the nerd type movies and stuff like that. Yeah. Here's uh, here's the movies. I want you to rank them with how many households you think watched on opening weekend. Okay. You got Mortal Kombat, Suicide Squad, Godzilla uh, King Kong, the new one, uh, Space Jam 2, Dune, Ugh. Zack Snyder's Justice League, and Wonder Woman 1984. Okay, so... Uh, so I'll go from... I think the one that got the most views... Probably, it's probably going to be Space Jam because of kids, but I'm going to say Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad comes in third at 2.8 million households. Okay, so that's out of the, and I was going to guess Space Jam second. Space Jam comes in at fifth at 2.1 million households. Um, Okay, so then... At this point, I was going to say Zack Snyder's Justice League. That actually comes in last at 1.8 million. <laughs> okay. Which I can conceptualize because I think a lot of people got scared off with the four-hour thing. I liked it. Um, okay. Wonder Woman then? Uh, Wonder Woman's right smack in the middle at number four at 2.2 million. Wow. The Dune do first? Dune is actually second to last at 1.9 million. Granted, I think Dune also got the benefit of the doubt compared to a lot of these movies where like people, a lot more people were able to go see it in the movie theater compared to a lot of these. Other so movies. what was first? I guessed all but two, right? I guessed all but. So number one was Mortal Kombat. Awesome. At 3.8 million. Godzilla uh, vs. King Kong at 3.6 million. Suicide Squad at 2.8 million. 2.2 million for Wonder Woman 1984. 2.1 for Space Jam. 1.9 for Dune. 1.8 for uh, Snyder Cut. Again, the whole podcast hosted by Stephen McAvoy and John Mavalia. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Get In The Whole Pod and be on the lookout for a ton of great content keeping you up to date on the world of golf. Releasing weekly a part of the Underground Sports Philadelphia family of podcasts wherever you listen to your favorite shows. That's I'm happy that Mortal Kombat is up there. That's just random and I like super random. I like the chaos. Oh, it makes sense because it's very nostalgic. Mm-hmm. Like, you can have people who don't like video games or like fighting stuff, but still played Mortal Kombat in the 90s yeah. or early 2000s. And they're like, you know what? I'll try it. And you have all the guys like us who are like, hell yeah, I'm going to watch Mortal Kombat. Like, why not? Totally. Uh, speaking of HBO Max, we're getting our boy, one of our favorite actors, Dylan. I think you and I both, Michael B. Jordan. Yes. His Superman project that focuses on Val Zod will be a TV series for HBO Max. Really? Is it is there a release date for it? Uh, not yet, but it is confirmed that it's happening. And let me tell you, I am excited. Dude, HBO is releasing straight heat. Rocky, now available on HBO Max. <laughs> Did you see the um, Peacemaker trailer? I did not yet, 
but I will will definitely be watching Peacemaker. It's literally a scene in which John Cena is dancing like in his underwear. <laughs> How'd you see him? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they released that. I know. I saw more Batman links. Uh, link uh, links leaks. Robert Patterson. Not not like spoilers. Just mm-hmm. it's basically going to be apparently like a detective noir. Yeah. Vibe for two and a half hours. Um, Super. Also, exciting. Robert Patterson and uh, who's, who's playing Catwoman? It's Zoe. Uh, Zoe Kravitz. Yeah, they pretty much hinted at there's a sex scene in the most awkward way possible. Yeah. Um, but which you know, is hilarious so- that that interview happened like when Bob Pattinson was like, "Yeah, we did some things." That was like right in the heat of the controversy of the Harley Quinn show, where they said Batman doesn't eat pussy. I think they put it in the movie just to just to shove that in their faces. One thousand percent. And speaking of, you know, fun appearances, obviously this will be in the theaters, but he's a legend. We have an icon coming to the MCU, Dylan. Yes. Ant-Man 3. Bill Murray is coming. Wait, what? Wait, what? <laughs> Bill Murray's coming to the MCU as and be in Ant-Man 3. Unannounced role, but all of his parts have been filmed. Me thinks he's a Kang variant. Or he's a Scott Lang variant. Uh, uh. Or, or he's the mayor or like some sort of like higher up in Chronopolis. Where Kang resides. <laughs> That's fucking wild. Or they just go full blown meta and it's like Bill Murray's impossible to book for roles and Kang captured him as a treasure. <laughs> you know who I am? I'm fucking Bill Murray. It's like it's actually Bill Murray. It's actually just Groundhog Day. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, Bill Murray, the, the next uh, big time name coming to the MCU. That's awesome, dude. Bill Murray. What if he's a watch? Jolie. What if he's the watcher of Chronopolis? I hope he's a variant of something like just random. He's gotta be. He's gotta be. That'd be great. Like this is a this is a this is a variant of like Iron Man. Like what? What? <laughs> uh, I'm very excited for that. And obviously, I didn't know that. Back right to now, July of 2023. So it's, it's gonna be a while before we see it, but very excited yeah um, they pushed a lot of things back i wasn't very happy yeah. about that and i have i have a feeling it's because they're trying they didn't my thought process for why they pushed all the marvel movies back and we didn't even touch on this because it happened during our week off um i think it's because they didn't anticipate the the positive reception that jonathan majors was going to get as kang the conqueror yeah and now they have to try to fit a Loki season two into the timeline before Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania comes out. That's, I, I didn't I didn't even think about it like that. That's my thought because of like, you know, Multiverse of Madness got pushed back to when Thor Love and Thunder was supposed to come out. Thor Love and Thunder got pushed back to when uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever was supposed to come out. And then you start seeing a lot more larger size gaps in terms of release dates and Guardians of the Galaxy 3 is staying on May 5th, so... Which that game came out to you. Uh Yeah, it came out a couple days ago. Can't wait awesome, to get yeah. it. Um, so I think it's because they didn't realize the reception that was going to get, 
and they're trying to fit a couple TV shows in between that are going to play into the storylines of Quantumania and be very important to that storyline. That's a good take. Um, I like that. I like that a lot. Whether it's Loki Season 2, Secret Invasion, something like that. Uh, Speaking of space and exploration, we get to see our man Buzz. (laughs) Yeah, exclusively in theaters. So that's an interesting It looks awesome. I love the animation style. Which, I don't know about you, and I don't know if it's on Disney+. Plus. You sent me that meme where it was like you had to be there, and it was the Buzz Lightyear like, Disney Channel show from back in the day, like early 2000s. Can we please have that on Disney+. Plus? I love that show. Can we please have that awesome. on Disney+. Plus? I mean, it's kind of what this movie's going to be about. This movie hinted at like the, whatever they're called, the fleet, right? The Buzz Lightyear fleet, whatever they're called. Yeah, so the movie, everybody like... Is like freaking about about Buzz Lightyear's appearance, blah blah. It's because Buzz Lightyear in the Lightyear movie is the fictional person that the toy in the Toy Story movies is based on. Which I would not hate if we ended up getting more story. Like if we got a like Western, like Woody Sheriff Woody show. Yeah, oh, that would be sick. sick. Um, um, but that's of- who it's based on, and that's why Chris Evans is the voice, yeah, and not Tim Allen probably for a number of reasons, but Chris hey, Evans is the voice is because it's real, quote-unquote, Buzz Lightyear. I'll still watch the Santa Claus with Tim Allen this Christmas. I don't care. Yeah, All right? classics. Classics. I, just, I throw it out there. The it's Lightyear great. movie looks great. I am totally going to go see that on opening day in the theater. I will hopefully join you with that. It's a date. Um, All right. Comes uh, out this June. So my only thing is, if it's supposed to be in the Toy Story world, like real life, it seems like it's a little too advanced for when it was taking place. And that's just probably, that's just a plot hole I'm picking apart, like the movie. But like, cause my man Buzz is going to like uh, far away in space. Dude, it looked like he was on uh, Dagobah at one point. And my man's like in Star Wars. Like he's in yeah. another planet and his, his ship awesome. in the trailer, which is awesome. His ship was able to dry or fly near the sun, which we don't have that technology now. So I'm like, okay, well, in Toy Story World in the 90s, was it fucking Star Wars? Invader Zerg's a real person? Did they get the Earth get invaded? Like, was it Thanos for them? Like, I have so many pumped. questions. I'm so excited. Well, I mean, let's be fair. Hey, let, let's think about this. In the Toy Story world, Buzz has got a supervillain that Zerg that is essentially Darth Vader true so there could be and you know there's aliens and stuff in the trailer there's like a door yeah like red mist and it opens so i mean there there's there's a ton of possibilities there i am very excited for the lightyear movie um something i know you're excited for i don't know if you saw it so i will ask you if you've seen it first before did you see the trailer the official trailer for live action cowboy bebop i did not uh, I sorry, enjoyed. I just got a notification. I forgot there's football on today, and if anybody's listening and you have DeAndre Hopkins, he has one catch for 55 yards. Oh, wow. Uh, nice. <laughs> random. Odd flex, D-Hop. Ooh. Uh, no, I did not see. So um, I'm going Tim. to let you live react to this on pod. I'm going to share it on the screen in just a moment. I'm with it. Um, let me check It looks so good. Oh, my God. My entire team is the... questionable. 
cinematography looks amazing. So we are going to go here. This is the beauty of Could the... this be the first anime I get you to watch before it comes out live action? I don't know if I'll be able to catch up because I don't know how many seasons it is. It's only but... one, it's only oh, one it's season, only one? and it's like 18 episodes. That's not terrible. And the episodes are like a half an hour long at most. So here we go. Come on. I'll watch it with you, bro. This is the beauty of our recording program is uh, we can share. I'm excited. I didn't know they released a newer, newer, uh, a newer thing. Yeah, newer I believe thing. it came out yesterday. yesterday? Two days yeah, ago. Yeah, a lot of trailers. So a couple of days ago, Warner Brothers or HBO dropped all their trailers like for Peacemaker and the Batman and shit. It's a new Batman trailer. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I saw a meme. My my getting up this. There's a meme. It was like the girls had their chance. Robert, he's ours now. And the picture that. of him is like Twilight and his Batman. He belongs to the boys now. I saw one. It was like Bob Pattinson is for the boys. <laughs> I love when they call him Bob Pattinson. Uh, it's so great. Uh, so here we go. Share screen. Bop, bop. Here we go. Dylan's live reaction to the Cowboy Bebop official trailer happens okay. now. Okay. Oh, it looks pretty. I am already excited for this. Dude. This is going to be sick. Three, two, one. Let's jam. Yeah, I know that song. I've been hearing it. I'm all for this. What's the movie with Bruce Willis in the 90s? That's, that's what this feels like. It's like a sci-fi movie. That's Chris Tucker in it, too. That's sick. Thoughts, my good sir. Um, a lot more excited than I was uh, before. It looks beautiful. Looks awesome. Hopefully they do the uh, the uh, original justice, but that's it's gonna be sweet, dude. I cannot wait. I would enjoy that. Very that was well worth it. I was very excited. Um, I'm very excited. Rather, looks good. The effects look good. Some of the backgrounds look really awesome. Really visually pleasing. Uh. That's what I was worried about with the show because it's like a you know a Star Wars type vibe, in which that like if the effects aren't done like properly and amazingly, it would wouldn't sell the uh, the realism not 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 realism but the ability to be you know I mean the feel you're in there mm-hmm. the atmosphere. Uh, so I'm, I'm glad that it looks good, and I love the lead actor choice that they that John Cho is great. So it's pretty awesome. Very uh... exciting. Super excited. Before we get to our Dune review, which will be brought to you by our friends at Play Pickup, uh, last bit of fun news. I know it's not streaming platform, uh, but they are available to watch on Hulu right now. But, Dylan, did you see Sony is releasing 4K Ultra HD on November 8th DVDs of Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movies? Uh, well, there goes money out of my wallet. I wonder why. And I wonder what it means. I wonder why they're releasing them on November 8th. What it means. I can't wait. Can't Dude. wait. 
Can't wait. Dude, are they going to like Spider-Man meme? They have to. It would be it would be such a miss not to. I I hope so. I need it to happen. Um, very excited. That's our news and notes around the uh, the streaming verse. We're gonna get to our Dune review now. It's brought to you by our friends at Pickup, the best place to play the headlines. Dune without spoilers, mind you. Dune Kyle without spoilers, no spoilers, Kyle just me. general context. Um, Pickup, best place to play the headlines. You know, it's prop bets created by content creators like Dylan and myself and a bunch of other crazy hooligans. Uh, it's the best place to uh, place prop bets on sports for free. You rack up points, cash them in for prizes. Go to playpickup.com and start playing the hottest headlines in sports. Dylan Dune, I, I didn't know what to expect. I went in very blind outside of a couple members of the cast. This cast is loaded. Uh, which I'm sure you've seen just from the the first couple of minutes. I have seen, and I'm and I'm pissed. I know it's hap- I know it's gonna happen, but I know Zendaya has like five minutes of screen time because yeah. I've seen so many fucking memes about it. <laughs> so, um, so you got Timothy Chalamet as your your main actor. He's and- an up and coming superstar, bro. Yeah. Um, Zendaya obviously. Dave Batista is in this movie. Our guy Polka Dot Man is in this movie. Uh, you've got uh, Homegirl from all the Mission Impossible movies is in this movie. Uh, Josh Brolin is in this movie. Thanos, for those of you at home who may not know. Jason. Um, and then who else am I blanking on that is in this movie? Aquaman. There's... Oh, yeah. Jason Momoa is also in this movie. I was like, is this a, is this part of the C universe? Um, and also our guy, Poe Dameron, Oscar Isaac. All you know, all I know is the spice must must run, or whatever they say. The spice. Um, this movie is fantastic. Um, I heard I, the soundtrack is fucking wild. Oh my god! Do Do you know who is in charge of the soundtrack? By the uh, way, someone someone legendary. Someone beyond legendary. Oh, the uh, guy from Star Wars. No, but no. close. Uh, Dune soundtrack. I want to get his name correct. Hans Zimmer. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's definitely not no one. <laughs> and for those of you at home who may not know who Hans Zimmer is, you know, kind of won an Oscar for The Lion King, was in charge of uh, Inception's music. Uh, let's see. What I else heard, like, did the I... lighting is very bright, too. Yeah, the, the lighting and the cinematography of this movie is unbelievable. He also did the music for No Time to Die, Interstellar, um let's see gladiator inception like i said the da vinci code pirates of the caribbean blade runner 2049 dunkirk the dark knight rises uh the prince of egypt the dark knight wonder woman 1984 uh pearl harbor um sherlock holmes looks like he did all the pirates of the caribbean movies uh batman begins madagascar shark tale the Boss Baby, Damn, <laughs> Man of Steel, Kung Fu Panda 2, uh, Megamind, uh, Space Jam oh. A New Legacy. Megamind, that's a great movie. All of these movies, he was part of the music team. Or Love it. Black Hawk Dan did the that's music a little. Team. That's a little too topical right now. Yeah, a little bit. Hannibal, Crimson Tide, Rush, Rain Man. He is a legend. Uh, he's also a part of the Top Gun Maverick movie as well. Um, he did the music for this. The music is 
phenomenal. The cinematography is gorgeous. Um, the craziest part, Dylan, is I, I came to find out through Christian's movie review that he wrote on UndergroundSportsPhiladelphia.com. <laughs> no CGI. It was all sets. I'm gonna have to watch this. Movie. All of all of this stuff is all on set. No CGI stuff. Craziness. It is an awesome film from start to finish. If you like the the house divide of, of Game of Thrones, which I'm sure is in there, you know, if you like factions and and different people to root for, if you're a huge Star Wars fan, George Lucas got his inspiration for Star Wars from reading Dune as That's the awesome. book. Um, so I always recommend anybody I've talked to after I watched it, I said, watch it with a Star Wars, like twist in your brain. If you watch it through a Star Wars lens, you'll enjoy it that much more. You'll understand bits and pieces a lot more. Um, it is, it is a phenomenal movie. They crushed it, knocked it out of the park. Uh, Chalamet was a rock star. Uh, Oscar Isaac was great as kind of like the the leader of uh the family type deal the you can see the inspirations from star wars in it a lot too which is awesome um like i said the cinematography is great the plot line is awesome it is a movie i will say this you have to be dialed in to watch it from start to finish yeah yeah two hour and 35 minute movie there are no post-credit scenes uh the director said he would never do a post-credit scene for any of his movies, so there's no post-credit scene. Um, but it is such an awesome movie. Thoroughly enjoyed it. One of my favorite movies of 2021, for sure, hands down. I give it an 8.6 out of 10. Um, and it's part one. Part two got announced a couple days after its release. Yeah, and it will that. be coming to theaters exclusively in 2023. Timothy posted on his Instagram or whatever, right? Yeah. Dune, 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 dune. Did you see his tweet the day of uh, the release? He spelled no. out dune in just as many different variations as possible. <laughs> just tweeted it all as dune, 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 dune. Awesome. My buddy quotes me and said, my brain for the next three days. Top bins, top tier commentary. Top drawer, upper 90. You already know. (laughs) You already know. I think that's how it always goes. We went like 45 minutes and we were at like Chelsea. (laughs) What are we doing? (laughs) Um, I'm Dominic Ponteri. I'm Matt Kessler. And we are here to talk about Champions League soccer today. Hey, it's Top Ben's time. What's up? We're back.
That's awesome. Uh, I am excited that there's going to be a part two for sure. Um, and it's going to be in theaters exclusively. So we'll have to go to the theater to watch it. But because it's an extension of part one, we'll be talking about it on here in 2023 as uh, as part of our, our episode breakdowns and everything. Uh, but we are also going to get into one of the more interesting uh, plot lines. You know, it's, it's hollow weekend as you guys are listening to this. Um, and some interesting news in terms of a, a horror movie came out and I, Dylan and I are going to, uh, dissect this in our own, our own manner. However, we want to interpret how we would want to see this happen. More star Wars discussion here because, uh, Oh, also I wanted to bring this up. Apparently Tom Holland drove to Amy Pascal's house and pitched non MCU Spider-Man movie ideas on the day of the Marvel and Sony breakup. The two ideas Ooh. were, uh, have you seen Venom yet? No. Okay, I won't say the one. The other one is a Craven the Hunter film, which just got confirmed for January 2023 with Aaron Taylor Johnson. Hmm. And the other one? I figured. Oh, very awesome. The one thing we saw, though, before we started recording that we said was pretty, pretty damn interesting um, was that I want to not mess up who it was. That's first things first. Um, where, oh, where is this? Here we go. Uh, Mike Flanagan. Everybody knows Mike Flanagan for his horror movies. He's writer, director, producer of Midnight Mass, The Haunting of Bly Manor. Uh, Dr. Sleep, The Haunting of Hill House, Gerald's Game, Hush, Oculus, and Absentia. I wonder if his Twitter DMs are open. We'll take a look at that. Get Mike Flanagan. Live on. action, folks. We are uh, plotting and scheming over here. They are not, but I'm going to see if I can reach out to him. Live I would love action, to pick plattens. his brain about this topic. He apparently wants to make a Star Wars horror movie. Dude, there's so many. Star Wars is fucking terrifying. Like some aspects of it. There's in a, a funny, whole... in a funny aspect, the first comment on this tweet is that's the whole sequel trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> Boom! Roasted. You can literally make a horror film about the Scarlet Pit. Oh that's, yeah, that's terrifying. I don't really want to fall in there. There's that's so my... many horror aspects to Star Wars. Yeah. Go down let's give a that. let's give a first person view of the stormtroopers on, on Endor with the Ewoks eating you, like being ch- like not not actually eating you, but like, my point is like there are so many like things or like I don't know. How about the fact that some planets have giant spiders, like we learned in Mandalorian, or how some planets have like a species like Ewoks that look cute, but they throw spears at you and they'll eat you, or you know the Scarlet Pit on Tatooine, or on Tatooine you also have Tusken Raiders. Which we also learned in Mandalorian why they carry those mace things because Boba Fett Which clearly showed us those things. Massive Dune energy from Tatooine. <laughs> I can't do that. Sound. Massive like influence for Tatooine from Dune. That's awesome. I'm excited. Um, how would you make your Star Wars horror film? What would what would the Dylan Mazzola horror Star Wars film be? Okay. Well. I thought of it. I'm not. A, I'm not. A, I'm not. A, I'm not a coward. I'll say it. I'll say it, and I'll say it again. Uh, it's something that's been explored, uh, but we truthfully, 
I want a legit breakdown of the Jedi Temple Massacre. And the horror story is going to be where you're introduced to our protagonist. And they're going to be a youngling. Youngin, Padawan. Even maybe a Jedi Knight. I don't know. I don't care. Um, and they're going to... Or maybe even do, like, one of those things where you're, like, think you think you have the protagonist. Kind of like Suicide Squad. And in, like, 35 minutes, Anakin just... Gwong! And you're like, well, time to get a new one. Uh... And then I just I, I want to see I don't, I don't actually want to see but you know what I mean I want to see the horrors like I want to see I think that's this be interesting to see how they like visualize that and I also would want how that child man whatever person survived alien survived after that would be awesome you could even like factor into like the um, the inquisitors like hunting hunting the Jedi down. Or maybe like this character, this protagonist survives the Jedi massacre, but they end up being the first kill of the new Republic Inquisitors. That would be awesome. Or maybe they're killed by Darth Vader because he also hunted them. That that's would, also my next. Thing I'm all in. Darth Sign Vader is easily does, a horror film. When does it drop? I need it. <laughs> I'll start writing it. But you you seen Rogue One, right? I have not. Oh, have you ever seen the ending scene with Darth Vader? No. You should Google that right now. I know. I eventually, I'm going to watch Rogue One before Andor so, comes out. This is not a spoiler. This is not a spoiler because this is like literally. So Episode One opens up with the Rebel ship escaping mm. the Imperial ship. Correct. We see in Rogue One, a Rebel has the plans, and it's a dark lit corridor. And a bunch of rebels are desperately trying to open the door while the other ones are faced toward the airlock door that leads to the um, Imperial ship, the destroyer. Mm -hmm. And you see the silhouette of a red line. And he literally murders them one by one. And it's done beautifully visually where the, the red lightsaber illuminates the hallway. And as he's going down, Rebels are dying, and they're basically playing hot potato with the Death Star plans, and they're like, you get it out. And then there's one poor guy that gets all the way to the door, and it, like, slams closed, except, like, this much. And he, like, hands the guy the plans, and he's like, go! And he slams the button, and the door closes, and the ship leaves. So there's, like, one guy out of, like, 12 that escapes. And then, literally, it cuts right to the droid scene that opens up in episode one of the droid walking by like C-3PO and R2-D2. So That's it plays sick. right into the episode. Point is Darth Vader is like nightmare fuel. That's totally. where I was getting the idea from. And that would also be a horror movie in itself. Uh, here's my, I have two options as well. Number one, we get the details and get to see from clone wars. When Darth Maul gets the robotic spider legs. Oh, how they get attached and how he kind of like became a Frankenstein type creature type deal. And then we watch him go and wreak havoc as spider mall. He on S games mo or something. And, and just watch that all go down. I also, I'm not ignoring the fact that you said spider mall. You're not slick. (laughs) Keep going. Uh, And then on a flip side as well, have like a, a, a tandem of, Darth Maul and his brother and kind of an extension of Clone Wars where they are just on a fucking murdering spree. 
and just like they are like the mass murder like they are like the Freddy and Jason of the Star Wars universe. You could even do like a clones POV for part of that and yeah. experience like what going up against uh dude, it could be like a horror movie, like they're the big bads and the group of clones are like your yeah. teenagers. Exactly. Or, or even the group of Jedi are your teenagers and they have to go up against Bingo. Uh-huh. Yo, Star Wars, hire us. And then my other one, kind of similar, but kind of a what-if scenario where what if part of the consciousness of Count Dooku was what created General Grievous? Oh, my God. And you had a a split, like, like, took part of his consciousness, and, like, we watched the creation of how General Grievous was, like, brought to life as this weaponized mercenary like fighter and it's because it's all the consciousness of count dooku you just got me sold on that and you just got me sold on i just forgot about him as a character dude general grievous is nightmare fuel in himself yes imagine the same concept we just said but like grievous just hunting down clones (sighs) or like it's been grievous, like you said. Go off what you said. Like he's first made, and the Republic doesn't know what they're dealing with, so they send like a Jedi and like a group of clones to like hunt him down. But they get mm-hmm. like stranded, and it's them who become the hunted. Dude, you can make it like Predator. <laughs> that would Predator Grievous. I would be terrified. I would be scared shitless. Uh, yeah, need it. That that's our our Star Wars horror film. Oh, so man. if if Mike Some Flanagan needs if Mike Flanagan needs any uh, influence or or help on his staff, we are more than available. Last bit of fun news, Dylan. I saw a tweet that said if you could add one f bomb into the Star Wars universe, who would you have say it? One f bomb. Who gonna say it? It'd be funny to hear uh, James Earl Jones says, <laughs> fuck. Uh, fuck. I also think it'd be funny to hear Clone say it. Yeah. Oh, fuck. They got us. Yeah. Roger, Roger. Fuck. I feel like certain characters, like if I hear Boba Fett say it, it'd be badass, but it would. Yeah, yeah the droids. Yeah, you're right. Kyle's right. <laughs> Roger, Roger. Oh, Thank fuck. Uh, but like Boba Fett would make sense. Like some of the more outlawy characters would make sense. Where we're at Star Wars wise now, canonically, there really isn't many Jedi's. So I wouldn't even say it feels out of place. I just think it would be actually, you know what? If he was still alive or is still alive, it'd be fucking hilarious to hear uh, Emperor Palpatine say, Do it. Fuck. So somebody Fuck. edited one, and I think you will die laughing when you hear it. Uh, I'm going to play it for you here on the pod. Tell me if you can name this scene. For those of you at home that might not know, that is when Wathu's pod racer crashes. <laughs> I don't know what's worse, that laughing at that or the fact that I knew uh, what that was. Fuck you. No, fuck you. That's great. Fuck you. I have a greater fate than the boy. Annie. Annie. Jabba, fuck you. Dude. 
Let's not forget the fact that Anakin and his mom were literal slaves. Like that's yeah. nothing that's glanced over. It's Jar Wars. <laughs> Obi-Wan <laughs> when they're in the pod. Fuck you. These are not the droids you're looking for. <laughs> On that note, ladies and gentlemen, happy Halloween. That's a good way uh, to end it, man. That's a good <laughs> Be sure to follow us on social media at streamer SZN on Twitter and Instagram. Follow Dylan at Dylan Mazzola. Follow me at KBIZZL311. Uh, check out the website. You can read Christian's Dune review at undergroundsportsphiladelphia.com. And of course, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe to the podcast. Leave those five star ratings and reviews. This week, we want to hear your Star Wars horror movie plot line. Give it to us in the podcast reviews. We will read them all on next week's pod. Uh, five stars only because we have standards. We know you do too. Check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. We are there. Uh, big thank you to our sponsors Tomahawk Shades, Stateside, Urban Craft Vodka, and Kenwood Beer. TomahawkShades.com. Use code USP to get 25% off your entire order at TomahawkShades.com. Stateside, Urban Craft Vodka. You get the vodka soda party packs at StatesideVodka.com. You got to be 21 or older to purchase. And of course, please drink responsibly. And our friends at Kenwood Beer. Use the Kenny tracker, kenwoodbeer.com, to uh, see who's got Kenwood on tap. Good and stuff. you can formulate who you want to drop an F-bomb in the Star Wars universe when you crack open a nice cold Kenny. You got to be 21 or older to do so. And, of course, please drink responsibly. This has been another episode of Streamer Season, the exclusive streaming platform TV and movie podcast on the Underground Sports Philadelphia Podcast Network. For Dylan, I'm KB. Till next week, ladies and gents, happy Halloween. Spooky.